0: Welcome to our Advent devotional series. Uh, We've been calling it Come, Lord Jesus. And in these final days, right before Christmas, uh, we've been talking about these great O antiphons, uh, these little prayers said each day uh, leading up to Christmas. And each of them focuses on a description from the Old Testament about uh, Messiah. And uh, so today's antiphon uh, speaks of uh, Jesus, the Messiah, as Dayspring. O dayspring, splendor of light everlasting, come and enlighten those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death. Now, dayspring can mean morning star or maybe like the dawn of the sunrise. Uh, it, It basically references this tension between darkness and light, and the promise that in Messiah, uh, he is the light of the world, the light that shines in the darkness. Uh, not just physical darkness, but this sense of a darkened spirit or a darkened mind. And so there's always this fight between the Holy Trinity, uh, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit and the unholy trinity, uh, the devil, the corrupted world, and our own sinful flesh. And so uh, it's light versus darkness. And uh, as we are promised, light always uh, always wins. Light always uh, shines in the darkness. So Ephesians chapter 6 references this tension. The Apostle Paul says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power, and put on the full armor of God, Said you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. And then he says, Our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. And so uh, there's that reference of uh, the dark powers of this world, the spiritual forces of evil. Uh, wanting to stay in the darkness, but the promise is that we have the morning star, the day spring, the light of the world. Now, what's really interesting is that this this antiphon is prayed on December 21st, which is the winter solstice. And so you could say it's the darkest day of uh, the year, the day with the least amount of light. But we know that Jesus is the light of the world who comes to dispel the darkness. Uh, John chapter 1, the gospel begins by saying, In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind, and the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Jesus himself uh, says in John chapter 8, verse 12, he says, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. And so uh, again, these antiphons uh, also have their roots in the Old Testament uh, pictures, uh, the prophecy uh, promised to the people of God that one day Messiah would come, one day the light of the world would come into the darkness. So, Isaiah chapter 9, verse 2 says, The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. Now, this is fulfilled, or you could say filled to the full, uh, in Jesus uh, the Messiah. Matthew speaks of it this way, Matthew chapter 4. When Jesus uh, heard that John had been put in prison, he withdrew to Galilee. Leaving Nazareth, he went and lived in Capernaum, which was by the lake in the area of Zebulun and Naphtali, to fulfill what was said through the prophet Isaiah. And what did he fulfill? Well, land of Zebulun, land of Naphtali, the way of the sea, beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people living in darkness have seen a great light. And those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. And then it says, from that time on, Jesus began to preach, repent, for the kingdom of of heaven is near. So those sitting in the darkness of sin, the darkness of death, uh, the spiritual forces of darkness, putting them in prison Jesus begins to preach, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is near. There is one who has come to free you uh, from the darkness. O day spring, splendor of light everlasting, come and enlighten those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death. And so these little antiphons always, again, begin with an address, O Day Spring," And then uh, a description uh, of uh, Messiah's power or his uh, work. And then the petition, uh, do something, come, and enlighten those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death. So uh, often scripture refers to the mind, uh, the corrupted uh, nature as being darkened. Uh, we're held captive in prison, right? Darkened versus enlightened, or the eyes of our heart uh, opened up to see uh, the promises of, of Messiah, of Jesus. So Genesis chapters uh, 1 and 2 speak of this, let there be light, all right? God creates all things and he simply... Um, speaks his word, and light comes forth. John chapter 1 speaks about how Jesus is the light, and in him there is life. And so in the preaching of the gospel, we who sit in the darkness of our prisons, spiritual prisons, our eyes darkened, our hearts um, you know, held captive, um, we are enlightened, we are set free, we are given new sight, uh, the promise of uh, Messiah comes to invade the darkness of our sin and to bring us into the kingdom of light. Not the kingdom of darkness anymore, but the kingdom of light, of Messiah. Isaiah 60, the prophet again says, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. See, darkness covers the earth, and thick darkness is over the peoples. But the Lord rises upon you, and his glory appears over you. Nations will come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawn. And so the scriptures are clear. It is a dark world. The spiritual forces of darkness are at, are, are at work. We are darkened in our understanding. And we need the light of the world. the the light that comes to dispel the darkness. And so arise, shine, the prophet says, your light has come. The Antiphon again. O dayspring, splendor of light everlasting, come and enlighten those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death.